on Unicast Internet Radio. This is The Drop. Online and on your mobile. I'm still breathing. Hey, hey, hey! The mics are on, your fresh hits and classics are cued to go. This is The Drop with Brad and Jordy for your Thursday Arvo. Crank the speakers and get set for all your throwbacks. We've got the best classics from the top artists over the next two hours. Plus, hang around because we've got... We're talking everything from Ikea to Game of Thrones this 11th of May 2017. Also, have you ever walked into a window because it was just that clean? I think everyone has done this some stage. Sure have. Let's kick off your throwbacks with an old school 1987 classic, The Flame from Cheap Trick. It doesn't get any better than this. Or does it? Fresh hits and classics. This is The Drop. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash The Drop UniSA. Unicast. This is The Drop. It is now time for 10 kinds of um, for the week. Yay. Um, and fittingly, I thought that this week we should focus on um, what is happening this Sunday. Do you know what's happening this Sunday? Mike? It's Mother's Day. It is. I'm glad you remembered. Uh, yes, it is Mother's Day. So in saying that, 10 kinds of for this week are or is... Ten kinds of mums. Got to be grammatically correct there, George. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking uh, mums. Is. No, I don't know what I was thinking there, yeah. I, but I, I saved it just in the nick of time. Yeah. Uh, number one, the sport mum. Alrighty. So her Saturdays look like an episode of the Benny Hill Show. She's got one kid at netball, one at soccer, one at footy. She coaches one, umpires the other. In between, she picks up, you know, canteen duty, scoring and primary carer responsibilities, uh, washes bibs, washes uniforms, mm-hmm. um, and is, you know, and is the treasurer on one of the committees. So maybe, yeah, maybe she played um, and had an interest in sport when she was a kid. But it's nothing like the level of commitment she now has with her kids' clubs. Yeah. She's the sport fanatic. Soccer mum. The soccer mum, yes. Mm-hmm. The typical soccer mum. Yep. Uh, number two, the MILF. Uh, everyone knows a MILF. <laughs> everyone knows a MILF. The mum who looks more like your friend's older sister than their mother. Mm-hmm. Being a MILF, fantastic, I'm sure. Having a MILF as a mum, not always as fun. Your friends, especially your male friends, seem to have more interest in hanging out with your cool mum than you. Yes. <laughs> doesn't doesn't sound very fun, does no, it? No, it doesn't sound very fun at not all. Not for not for the old, you know, little kid. <laughs> uh, I didn't know the that old that little kid. That didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But I didn't know that that word was allowed. Milf. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's an acronym, it's an acronym. I suppose. But you can get away with anything. The, what is the acronym? Stamp, what was it stamp oh, I don't know if I can say it on air. Oh, okay. Mother, I'd like <laughs> oh, okay. to fondle. Let's say that. <laughs> to fondle, okay. <laughs> or, um, I think we got the have, picture, George. Uh, go to fast to pasta with. Okay. I don't know. No, it's not that. On a you single get the day. gist. Uh, yeah. Number three, the young mum. All mums are super mums, okay? But I think young mums do deserve a special kind of credit. Like, okay, there are girls out there who are my age with children. Yes, yes. And younger, and younger. There are girls younger than me with children. There are girls younger than you with children. I find that mind-blowing. I have so much respect because I can't even imagine keeping... I just can't imagine keeping another human alive. I don't even... 
I don't even go to my own doctor's appointments alone, let alone be responsible for remembering medication and instructions uh, from a doctor for a separate person. Yeah. I mean, I feel sleep deprived now and all I do is go to uni. Like, I don't even go out. <laughs> How do other people who have only spent the same time on earth as me handle this kind of responsibility, lack of sleep, all the other things that go along with it? I mm-hmm. don't know. Kudos to you girls, though. Yeah. Uh, number four, the tough love mum. You won't find this mum sucking all day after dropping her little one off on their first day of school. Nuh-uh, this poor kid is just told to suck it up and get on with it. Got a scratch? Oh, well, put a Band-Aid on it. Oh, not bleeding. Well, you don't need a Band-Aid on then, do you? (laughs) This lady is a no-crap kind of girl. And to be honest, she probably gets a lot more done because she's not spending half an hour cuddling a wimpy child who's you know, crying over their brother eating the last Freddo frog. And in the end, you know, she probably raises tougher, grittier kids. Yeah, but I'm not sure that those kids are raised to be empathetic or compassionate. Maybe not. They just turn into tough mums or tough dads in the future. Yeah. Maybe it's just that, that So not sure circle. if the tough love actually works. Or just, it just uh, begins a never-ending cycle of tough love parents <laughs> and gritty children that turn into tough love parents. Um <laughs> Number five, the stay-at-home mum. Now, don't be fooled. Stay-at-home is in no way synonymous with chilled out and relaxed. Uh Uh-uh. Have you seen one of these mums in action? um, If you've popped in over... If you've popped over for a cuppa, is what I'm trying to say, in the middle of the day, you probably would have seen this mum in action. Uh... These mums keep the whole household running smoothly and a lot of the time their efforts are taken for granted. They wash, iron, fold, put away clothes, vacuum, mop, scrub, demold, dust, polish and uh, polish the polish the house, polish the house. I think I was meant to say they do a lot of things for the house. Yeah. Uh, they cook, make lunches, fix things, go shopping. Uh, make beds, tidy rooms, do budgeting, pay bills, ring Telstra, and, you know, much more than that. I just can't think of them at the moment because I'm not in the inner sanctum of super stay-at-home mums. <laughs> uh, but they do a lot. They I, do a lot. I love this. Um, it's a uh, video online of this uh, mum. Uh, it was posted on The Doctors. And uh, she goes absolutely crazy. We can't let people know we said the chairs need to be pushed in. There cannot be any sign of living in this house. I don't care if we have to throw everything out. I want this place looking like a new Mediterranean fusion restaurant by noon. (laughs) I have seen that video. It's a classic. The classic mum when she gets told that guests are coming over. Yes. Bit of a house blitz. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, class, I'm sure I'll understand it one day, but <laughs> I, I don't get it at the moment. Uh, uh. Number six, the committee mum. So these mums bring their business background to the mum role. They support their children by supporting the committees that support their children. <laughs> so these could be a sport club. Uh, or a parent club or a church committee, if that's a thing. I'm sure there's... There are things. There is a, yep. some kind... Of, it's probably not called that, but along those lines. Um, 
So obviously this kind of mum, their strong point is organising. So this is where they can put that skill to the most use. Unfortunately, kids don't always see this as being for their benefit. Sometimes it's just like, oh, mum's out at meetings all the time. But you know what? As I got older, though, I realised that mum was on these committees to support, you know, my sister and I. Although I must say I am back in doubt recently because we are now, neither of us are playing sport this year. And mm-hmm. yet she's still volunteering for netball committee duties anyway. So it makes me think there might be some kind of hook in there. Maybe they get like Sucked free in. free biscuits or free pizza at their meetings. I don't know. <laughs> Something's happening at those meetings that we don't know about that is luring her back each year. And that's, yeah. it's making me doubt whether she, you know, ever joined the committee. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sure. I'm sure she's just uh, just a kind person trying to help out. Anyway, uh, number seven, the single mum. Speak of super mums. Those that do it alone are a whole different species and generally they fall into at least uh, one of these other categories as well yeah, that like we've talked the, about. Like the, uh, the young the young. Yeah, either they're young mums or, mm. I mean, the single mum is just the starting point. Then they can pretty much fall into any one of these categories as well. Um, depending on how they do it. Yeah. So whether they're doing it completely fatherless or they just have to share their time with their kids, these women are a special breed and it just proves how badass and organised women can be. And it even proves it just to other girls who sometimes feel like they can't even coordinate their shaving routine with when they have to wear a dress. Yeah. So, um, yes, they're an inspiration to us all. Yes. Uh, Number eight, the overprotective mum. This is the opposite of the t- tough love mum. Yeah. This mum wraps her precious children up in cotton wool and never lets them go anywhere or do anything without her being right there along with them. She's the mum that sends her kids, you know, to the doctor as soon as they get a runny nose. She's the mum that steers away from peanuts and lactose, just on the off chance that her child is allergic. Um, she's the one that goes into panic mode when her kid asks to go on a playover with a friend which will not be held at her house under her supervision. She is a bit of a nutter. Sounds like it. And a bit, and it's all out of love, but it's a little bit suffocating, I would think, for the children. Yeah. You need to find that happy medium between tough love and being overprotective. Yeah. Somewhere there's a... A fine line. There's a fine line. Well, yes, there's a a sweet spot in the middle somewhere where Mm. I think is just just perfect, Uh, which is, you know, Where I will try and aim for, I think. I'm sure that's easier said than done. (laughs) Uh, Number nine, the second mum. This mum isn't actually your mum, but she just looks after you and gives you advice. uh, Like you're her own flesh and blood. She patches you up when you hurt yourself. She has the deep, awkward conversations with you. Um, She keeps food in her pantry that she knows that you eat. She asks about your grades and gives you a hard time if they're not up to par. And... She generally has photos of you scattered around the house as well. Sounds like an auntie. Could be an auntie. It could be. Uh, it could just be a friend's mum. It could be a friend's mum that you've been close with for a long time, that thinks of you as a part of the family. Yeah. You know, there's a. I think a lot of mums have that instinct when they see kids that they just kind of like to mother them, even if they already have a mum. But um, it's quite cute because you get <laughs> this little network of, you know. 
just got a full-time supply of moms everywhere you go. You know, you leave the house, you think you've got away from one of them. Yeah. Then there's another one around the corner. Yeah. Uh, keeps you in check, I suppose. Uh, number 10, the new mum. All panic stations are on high alert at the moment. This mum has just experienced the crash landing into motherhood. Even if she's had nine months to technically to mentally prepare. These are those exhausted-looking, weary mums that are cradling bubs whose expression is just pure shell shock. (laughs) Her stories and her Facebook uploads, they portray, you know, the joys of motherhood and flaunt this gorgeous, perfect baby. But her eyes scream, I have been saddled with the mortal spawn of Satan and I am now obliged (laughs) by law to keep it alive for another 18 years. Seen these mums? Yep. And it's just like, oh, you dear poor thing. Mm -hmm. You poor thing. You thought it was just going to be all cuddles and cute little baby bibs. Nuh-uh. This is exploding poo diapers and crying all through the night, no sleep. You know what? Good luck to you. (laughs) Good luck to you because then you have 18 years. Well, you have a lifetime, really, of being one of the other mums that I've mentioned today. Um, but yes, that is that is all. Uh, that is the 10 kinds of for this week. Um, they were pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. I appreciate that. I hope I, I probably haven't covered all of them. But if you think I've missed any, uh, please let me know via the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the drop uniSA. And I'd just like to wish all the mums out there a very happy Mother's Day for Sunday. Yes. I hope you get spoiled because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, Put in the hard yards, yep. get rewarded for it. Exactly. And they are hard yards and they're a lifetime of hard yards. Um, I definitely won't be rushing into it myself. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, good, good work everybody else who's done it. Yeah. Um, and is doing it. So have a great time. Make sure those kids spoil you. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, you have a... Uh, shitty kids. You have my... Yeah, you have shitty kids. <laughs> and you have uh, my blessing to give them a smack around the head. Exactly. We're continuing your throwback Thursday here on The Drop. And thanks to Sam from Adelaide for this new one. Uh, he's changing the playlist with In Too Deep from Sum 41. Fresh hits and classics. This is The Drop with Brad and Geordie. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash The Drop UniSA. Unicast. This is The Drop. So the Queen has apparently warned Prince Will and Prince Harry to change their ways. She's allegedly taken issue with how open her grandsons have become and has told them to stop soul-bearing and focus on state duties, George. Oh. Hmm. This, is all, uh, this is all coming because um, uh, Prince Philip said that he uh, would be retiring yeah, um, later in the year. Big hoo-ha about that. Everyone thought someone had died. Yeah, I know. Well, who bloody... Who? Why was it such an emergency? Like, Why did they call a meeting at 3am in the morning? Like, he couldn't have waited until the next day and been like, yeah, no, I've thought about it. Um, and, uh, I think I'm ready to retire. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't have waited till the next day. Like, why was it an emergency? I don't know. Why did they have to I don't know, make they made such a, a big deal? Yeah, they did make such a big deal of it. And it was... The media were just, like, boom, flocking to Buckingham yeah. Palace. See, like, who's died waiting for that, you know, good old, you know, town crier to come out and put his little... Uh, 
plaque on the stand in front of the gates and oh. that says, you know, such and such is dead. Oh, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, they do that. There they, you go. Yeah. Well, and, poor Will and Harry. Yeah. They don't get to have as much fun anymore. And I don't no. think they have been having fun. I think they've just been relatable. I think by telling us a bit more about their lives makes them a bit more human to us. Yeah. You know, and then it makes their charity work more believable because... They're human, yeah. not just some, like, regal figure that, you know, you've got to just yeah. you know, I mean, bow your head to. The, it's not the days where Harry's out partying all the time no. anymore. No, they've like, moved past that. He's mature. They're both mature. I don't see... I don't really see what the problem is, but you know what? I guess the Queen knows what she's doing. She's served for a very long time, so... Yeah. You know what? We're going to leave it up to her. Yeah, you know, she can make that call, I'm sure. (laughs) Quite capable of... uh, Yep, they just better listen to Grandma. Yeah, well, that's a good question. Are they... uh, Do they actually follow her instructions or are they kind of like every other grandkid that kind of like... I'm sure they'd be that rebellious streak, but I think they love her and at the end of the day... She is their queen as well, so yeah. Yeah, they don't really get that But, like, that much I want to know what it's like inside the palace. Like, if, yeah. it, if, you know, closed doors, you know, they kind of have those colloquial chats or, you yeah. know, or, or is it kind of like, oh, yes, madam, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I wonder that just about posh British people at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Like, I wonder the... if they actually sit there and make jokes sometimes. Because, like, you see it in... Um, <laughs> Just the voice came in there. Yeah. Um, oh, quiet. Yeah. Came in, walked into the radio studio. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but like, I have, I, I just, yeah. oh, I just struggle. Like with Downton Abbey and that, you see, you know, they all have, you know, their cup of tea perfectly. You know, that's set you know, a little while ago. Or... It's not, you know, last week's news, but I know. But like, has I know it what changed? you mean. I know. With I just, it just goes with the accent. Like, or is, yeah. if someone has a posh accent, you just expect them to sit around, and drink tea, and talk about civilized things all day. Yeah, I know. Do they ever make toilet jokes? Like, I don't. <laughs> you just can't imagine it, can yeah, you? I know. Maybe a bit of a like, you know, Cockney accent. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. Very stereotypical, isn't it? It is. Us. It's but actually pretty bad, George. Yeah, they probably think that's all we do in Australia because we're bogans, you know, talk yeah. about... well, the whole of Australia is bogan. We all have that Sydney cider accent. Yeah, but you know? I mean, we can be civilised sometimes, you know. Yeah. Every now and then, it happens. It does happen. It's not unheard of. <laughs> not entirely, anyway. Yeah, uh, no, I really would. I like to know. I mean, there's that TV show, is it The Crown? or what, What's it yeah, called? Yeah, The Crown. The, the Is it like a parody or kind of a... No. no, 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 oh, no, 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 that no. was a serious one. No, 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 um, no, no I'm thinking the, of ke- uh, the, uh, Meet the Windsors or something like that. Yes, that one. Yeah, I never watched it, but I always wanted to. I did, and it was it was parody. Really it was funny. absolutely terrible. Like, yeah, I wonder if that kind of Will stuff was happened. made out to be the abs- like the biggest dipshit out. <laughs> like, yeah, was... well, I wonder if any of that is actually true. I wonder if they actually have like. And Charles I if they character sit around. Made, Charles character made him look like he was a frog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really well, I wonder back. if they all sit around and watch those kind of shows that are about them. Look, yeah, they I sit know. down in like it, a it was, TV. It was, it was on. It was on ITV, I think, or Channel yeah. Four. I can't remember. One of them in Britain. So, yeah. like, they obviously they have to have a TV. Do they have TVs? I'm sure. Well, I <laughs> don't really think so because they live in a castle. Yeah, so I you know. Think of them as like you know sitting around a fire. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Or you don't think of them even watching TV, but I'm sure they would watch TV. Yeah. Like, do they have family movie nights and, or, like, watch their TV series with popcorn and, like, do they do that? I wonder. Mm, I wonder, too. Yeah. It would be interesting. Maybe we need to write a letter to the Queen 
and say, can you just document a day in the life of the Queen, please? I feel and like... Not, and, and I want you to make yeah. it a 24-hour movie. I feel like if she's telling Will and Harry that they need to be a bit more quiet and uh, less soul-bearing about their personal lives... Yeah, it would be hypocritical, wouldn't it? I feel like she's not going to write a letter back just to us about her, yeah. the day in the life of her. Yeah. It could be problematic. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, well. <laughs> that, was, that was a good idea while it lasted. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, not our problem. That's Will and Harry's problem. Yeah, so. They can leave it up to them. You know, everyone has to answer their grandma, so I mm. guess they do too. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> interesting chat there. Yeah. What the effect of Prince Philip's retirement will have on pretty much everything from train of thoughts to what Prince Will and Harry will be doing mm. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, this is scary. Port Elliot girl Amy Hutchinson was going for a casual walk, George, along the Esplanade at Brighton on Friday night when every parent's worst nightmare happened. She was followed by a strange man. That's not good. No, no, no. Actually, on a serious note, luckily she had her car doors locked so he wasn't able to get into the vehicle. But he tried. And uh, quick thinking, Amy took a Snapchat of the man and, and shared her story on Facebook to make sure that other women and vulnerable people can protect themselves. And it comes as a big reminder to get in the habit of locking your car doors as soon as you get in. But then again, I kind of think... That's sad that you have to do that. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, apologies. But, yeah, no. I feel like the fact that we have to to be worried about locking our doors as soon as we sit in the car. That's not a normal thing. No, it's not. And I find that very, I find that very sad. It is, it is. It's really, 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 really sad. How, how sad is it, Brad? It's really, 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 really sad. <laughs> I feel like we are definitely laughing too much about this. It's a very serious thing. <laughs> no, it is a very serious thing. It is. Thing. I mean, luckily it worked out fine for Amy, but. Yeah. Yeah, this hasn't, you know, things like this haven't gone so well in the past for other girls. Yeah. Or boys, anybody really. Um, it's a bit creepy. This is, oh God, this is only in Port Elliot, so this is very. No, no, no. She's a Port Elliot girl, but it happened in Brighton, which is in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, down, um, down still, on the beach. Still, it's, it's all close. It's like. Yeah, I know. It's just it's crazy that things like that happen in Adelaide. Yeah, a bit mm. creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> change of pace we want to know have you ever walked into a window because it was just that clean let us know via the facebook page facebook.com forward slash the drop uni same message to the page and we'll get your stories on air jaws has it ever happened to you ever walked into a window or a door my windows aren't really that clean so okay that's you know, that's can, that's a different I know, type of sad a problem <laughs> <laughs> no, I do see them coming because there's, no, <laughs> there's no... You can't see through them. No, you know, they're opaque. <laughs> Sometimes I think they're walls. <laughs> where's the, where's the uh, glass sliding door again? I lost it. How do we I get outside? It. Somebody's, somebody's uh, locked, <laughs> Somebody stole the door. Here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plastered it all up. <laughs> it's a wall. That's oh, wait, so no, hold on. Let me just scrub here a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the outside world. <laughs> I forgot what it looked like for a second. That's so grotty. No, no. Uh, I have. I've run into a window. Well, not into a window, into a glass door. We should have said glass door. I don't know if I said into a window, but anyway. Well, you, I mean, 
I mean, you would, you'd hope it's not happening at your house if it's a window because you would think you'd know where the windows were. But I'm sure, you know, others play <laughs> at other people's homes. It could happen. It could happen, I suppose. Um, especially, you know, there's, there's new designs for homes where they have like, they have very little wa- like wall surrounding the windows, you know, they have yeah. very big open windows that can take up a whole wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that would be easy. And they're, they're attractive windows, but yes. they are cause for an accident. Yeah. And I generally find that people that go with these kind of windows are kind of the neat kind of people. So they mm-hmm. keep them very squeaky. I clean. thought you were going to say the people that run into these windows are, kind of the, are the ditzy ones. I'm like, well, that George, true. that's uh, that would be true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> you run into a few mirrors. Which is even weirder. Oh yeah, I did do that. <laughs> it was an angled mirror, and I couldn't see, I couldn't see myself yeah. in that mirror as you I was know, running towards it until it was too late. You know, every mirror is angled if you aren't looking straight on at it, which is an interesting thought. Jordy, that's just, <laughs> thinking, just the law you know, of physics. <laughs> it's just how the world works. Yeah. If it's not facing you directly, then it's, it's an not angle. facing you. It's on an angle. I know. You said an angled mirror. I'm assuming that could be any mirror in the world if you're on the right angle. Oh, my God. I think I could go so far to say that this is exhausting. Yeah, it's too... I'm still too tired. (laughs) Still too tired. Oh, mind. I I just never wake up during the day, but... Yep. Yeah. Every, Every hour of my life feels like... A six o'clock start. <laughs> it's a real struggle. That's completely off the topic. But see, this is this is me. I always slip slowly into a tangent. Into a tangent. Every time you get completely tired. Completely unrelated. Yeah, which is all the time. So. <laughs> see, I'm doing it again. I'm getting back into my tired tangent. We're talking about mirrors. I oh, know we're talking about windows. See what I'm doing? So I can't we, even remember what we're talking about. Have you ever walked into a window slash mirror slash angled piece yeah. of glass uh, because it was just that clean, you but know? you didn't see it and uh, well, you're a bit you, of a ditz? Um, have you ever just been really tired? <laughs> and just just run into something or taking yourself on a tangent. Yeah. Or just, you know, had to get up early. And or taking a different angle on things, see what I did there. Yeah. yeah. Like Too tired to get the joke. Okay. Bed, you know? <laughs> in a different angle. See? Hit up the anything. Facebook page, guys, with your stories. About anything. If it's mirrors. <laughs> Facebook.com. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash the drop uni. Say, we're heading to a break now. Hopefully, Jordy will uh, wake up. Yeah, nap break. Go Yay. On. Okay, back right Put after this. Put a few songs on there, Brad, so I can have a decent <laughs> nap. This is the drop. All right, so taxpayers have been asked to fund Cassie Sainsbury's legal battle, and we're not sure how we feel about it. Where? Yeah, Miss Sainsbury's lawyer is reaching out to the federal government in a desperate plea for tax dollars. Uh, according to the Daily Telegraph, the accused drug mule has requested the help of the federal government in preparing her defence for a trial. And by help, we mean uh, cash. Uh, the one-time fitness trainer uh, was reportedly found with 5.8 kilograms of cocaine in her suitcase at Columbia's El Dorado Airport last week and claims that she was tricked into carrying the drugs. Now, I'm not sure uh, uh, that we know how you could be tricked, but okay. Uh, her friends, family and fiancé uh, all maintain her innocence despite authorities revealing that they have been watching Miss Sansbury since her arrival in the country. I think it's just outrageous. It's an outrageous demand. Yeah. 
Especially when I saw it on the news this morning that she was having a good old time laughing and karaoke, if that's even a word. Yes, no, I'm sure it is. With one of the women in the uh, pr- in the prison with her. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm not very good at picking. You know, a lot of people like, uh, especially the Chappelle Corby case and the Bali Nine. They were, I mean, not so much of the Bali Nine because that was pretty obvious that they were guilty, but. You know, with Chappelle Corby, everyone was, like, getting on board and they had their ideas whether she did it or not. Same with this case. Everyone's yeah. either one way or the other. They either, you know, they're very vocal about it. I'm not very good at picking these kind of things. Mm. But then um, again, I, I just don't understand how you could be tricked into carrying 5.8 kilograms yeah, of cocaine and not know if that, that it was cocaine. If that is her only claim, <laughs> yeah, then, then she's screwed. Um, I am... Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I don't understand how you could be tricked into that. Mm. She, unless she was told it was whiz fizz or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, don't ever snort whiz fizz. Don't snort whiz fizz. That, that stuff hurts. Ooh, no. Bad, no. bad. That's yeah. child, childhood memories coming right back there. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe parents make you snort whiz fizz when you're younger. So then it burns your nostrils and you're like... Yeah, and instinctually like, like when you pepper. see cocaine in the future, you go, I'm not going near that stuff. <laughs> last time I snorted white powder up my nose, it burnt my sinuses. <laughs> so maybe that's And it I didn't mean. do anything for me. No, it did not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, moral of this story, it's better to eat white powder. Yeah, yeah. Just eat that cocaine up. Yum, yum, yum. Mm, no. Actually, no. Don't let's do not, that. Let's not promote do that. <laughs> in your body at all. No, not. unless it's whiz fizz and it's certifiably whiz fizz. Yes. Because that stuff is delicious. Yes. And don't take whiz fizz um, with inverted <laughs> commas around it. <laughs> from out, other people. From somebody in Colombia from their suitcase. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't sell whiz fizz over there, people. Okay. <laughs> it's an Australian product. Oh. Is it? I don't know. Make I that up. No I made idea. that up, but no I just—if it doesn't come in the WizFizz packaging, it's probably not WizFizz. You know, what? even if it does, don't trust it <laughs> because apparently this poor girl <laughs> was carrying five point eight kilograms of WizFizz. She thought she was taking WizFizz. <laughs> She's innocent. It's not her fault. She just wanted a WizFizz fix while she was over there holidaying. So then, what should we do, be doing? Giving her the money? Yeah, well, you know what? If she thought it was WizFizz. She should be importing that WizFizz. <laughs> that is her, yes. You know what? 5.8 kilograms, that I goes a long way. It sounds very fair. If we give her the money, you know, she just hands out free WizFizz to us all. In the long run, we all win. It's a win, 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 win. Everyone gets WizFizz. You don't really need money when you have WizFizz. <laughs> exactly. Life is good. What is it for a bag of WizFizz? 50 cents? Yeah, probably not as much. As, well, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... I don't know how much her case is going to cost, but, you know, we could probably make a profit here. <laughs> yeah, we definitely could. Uh, on another note, a couple has been caught on camera, George, having a sexual intercourse on a Sydney beach while onlookers were left shocked. Do you just scroll through for these kind of stories, Brad? Because I'm <laughs> sure do. we've had another sex on the beach story before that yeah, you have found. Yeah, uh, I think something along these lines. But this one's recent. They spotted, oh, uh, they spotted at Sydney's famous Bronte Beach. A man and a woman were seen in the middle of a sex act with nothing but a towel covering the woman's waist, if you get what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, the video was posted to Facebook, seemingly reposted from Snapchat, with the caption, they're having sex in front of me. Seriously, no shame. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well. <laughs> Not willing to make comment on that one. I don't have a lot to say about that one. Only that. 
I'm having a little bit of a deja vu moment because I feel like we've had a very similar story before in the past. Yeah. Um, it's sad that people don't learn. Um, I know. But, like, you know if, if you see the video on Facebook... Um, is this daytime? Is this, like, in the middle of a... Middle of the day. Middle of the day. It's uh, a famous... Like, it's a popular beach. It is very, very, very popular. I mean, look, if that's your thing, go for it. But I would just probably suggest maybe a secluded beach that doesn't get a lot of uh, tourists. And yeah. uh, you know what? Yeah, it wouldn't hurt you to do maybe do it in the dark. Um, yeah, or maybe just go home and or to your hotel and do it there. Yeah, you know, I mean, sand everywhere, like blah, blah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Get it in your mouth. Get it in your and uh, in your ear hole. Maybe, maybe that's what was in your happening. in your ear or rear. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said. I said ear okay. without the R, of the first R. What am I saying? <laughs> maybe that's all that was going on. Maybe he was giving her. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, yeah. <laughs> a wet willy. Oh, and I meant it in the PG God. version. <laughs> Seriously, Jordy, it's probably it's it's what is it? Nearly half past three. I've gone loopy. <laughs> oh, you know, PG, the G-rated version of it. In, of a wet willy in your ear hole. <laughs> in your in your ear hole. <laughs> Classic wet willy in your ear hole. <laughs> oh God, oh, dear. <laughs> Most popular baby name will surprise you. Oh, that's you. a great segue there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we won't have to worry about baby names if you put the wet willy in the ear hole. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, my God. We definitely have would have picked this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just... Yeah, okay, he's just moved straight back into baby names. Yeah. Sorry, Brad, continue with your story. We Go all on. know unusual baby names are gaining popularity across the world, but the most popular baby name in US history will likely come as a surprise, George. Ah, what is it? It's Linda. Oh, that's not what I read on Facebook. <laughs> There's probably a few of these going around, apparently. Yes, apparently it means pretty. Like, Linda means pretty. In what language? I don't know. And reached okay. English? I don't know. No, um, I've never said that. <laughs> wow, oh. you are looking Linda tonight. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. Uh, uh, it reached its uh, peak popularity in 1947 when it beat out Mary as the number one most popular name. Um. Yeah, no, I had a different name. Um, Amy... There was a thing on uh, Facebook recently, like a little chart that was saying the most popular. Oh, that was in Australia, though. Yeah, this, this is Australia? US. Sorry. Oh, this is US. Okay, sorry. that would be different. Yep, yep, yep. In Australia. I can't remember what it was, but it was unusual. Yeah. Um, I didn't think... it Not a crazy name, but at the same time, it was it was something that I, I didn't think was a super popular one. I thought it was a little bit more um, alternative. But yeah. It was something like... I think like, an, like Ada or... A- Ayla was in it as well I, in the top five, and I was like, I don't know why Ada would be uh, a popular uh, Aussie name or US name. Yeah, I can't remember it's what it Greek, was. Is it, isn't it? Was it Charlotte? Ada? There was something. That's pretty common, though. Yeah, Charlotte's pretty common. I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, look it up. There's a chart somewhere on Facebook floating around. Yeah. Know, maybe a good name would be. Nope, doesn't matter. I forgot <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I was thinking of those memes where they go, they go, why 
is Dad, why is my sister called Rose? And it's like, because your mum likes roses. And I was just like, wait, what, how does it end? You can't remember how the punch, what the punchline goes. No, I can't. And then it's just like. Oh, George, that's really, really frustrating. No, now. then they, when they put, at the end, they just put in something like, oh, yeah. And then they call, the dad's talking to the son and he calls it, you know, I don't know, 24 chicken nugget packet because it's, <laughs> you know, it alludes to the fact that dad. Yeah, like okay. a packet I was going to try and set up a McDonald's. joke there about ear holes, but I completely stuffed it up. So, you know, about a kid being called ear hole because dad, okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> I've lost you. Yeah. I think I've lost myself. Nobody <laughs> else is following this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's move on. Move right along. Yeah, well, we've locked in your top picks for your throwback lineup, and we've had plenty of requests this afternoon, George, haven't we? We have, we have. We've had pl- like a whole heap of requests. And we've tried to get as many in as possible, but the vital drop is just three songs away now. Uh, who will take the crown? We'll find out very, very soon. The vital drop is on in just a tick. Online and on your mobile. <laughs> this is Search Ross. And there you have it. Your Throwback Thursday is done and dusted. Thanks for hanging out with us again this Thursday. Have a great weekend, people. Get out and record yourself singing your favourite hit karaoke style and send the vid in via the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the drop USA. The best one may or may not win something. Anything really, it's just for the laughs, people. <laughs> like always, you can catch up anytime with the full show podcast. Now on iTunes, just search the drop in the podcast category and tune in again next Thursday for all the goss in time for your weekend. Catch the same time next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Miss the show? Catch the podcast. All the day's highlights and more at facebook.com forward slash the drop uni The drop.